WCLS in Whatcom County presents Library Stories, a podcast to open your eyes to all the ways your local public libraries matter. Join us as we reveal the power of sharing at the library. I'm your host, Neil McKay, Online Experience Coordinator for the Whatcom County Library System. And today... Well, we're back. I'm here with my boss, Mary Vermillion. Hi, Neil. Happy fall. Happy fall. Yes, it's fall is definitely in the air. You pause there for a moment like fall, fall. (laughs) (laughs) But it is fall. We haven't we were just commenting that we haven't gotten together, I think, since the start of fall. So it's it's good to be back here in podcast land with you. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've been on a a short hiatus, but we're back Mm -hmm. in full force now. And I'm really excited about today's episode because I got to sit down with Jen Rick, who is the Whatcom County Library Foundation Development Director. Did I get that long (laughs) title right? You got it all right. (laughs) She has a long title for a big job. It is a big job. Mm -hmm. She's she's an amazing person. We're lucky to have her. Absolutely. um, and yes, the foundation and, and is lucky to have her. And the foundation is lucky to have her, and we are very grateful as well to the directors who serve on the foundation board, community members who um, who volunteer their time to help with the foundation. Mm-hmm. And you'll find out in this episode just what the foundation does, um, and it's amazing. Uh, so many things. I mean... You know, yeah, from- I mean, I'm excited to hear Jen tell the story because if you haven't heard about the foundation before, especially like how the foundation was formed, why the foundation was formed, um, you know, that original funding they received, I think it's just a really incredible story and a great way for people to support local libraries. So I'm so glad you sat down with Jen for this interview. That's great. Oh, and it's always fun sitting with Jen and chatting, especially chatting about library stuff is is you know, one of the most fun parts of my job. Just Yeah. Yeah. If you, you know, just talking to her, um, if you weren't already a library lover, even if you are a library lover, right? You're like, okay, well, what else can I do to help her? (laughs) You know, what story can I share? Yeah. It's really, her energy is, is amazing. And um, yes, I'm, we are very fortunate to work with her. She's perfect for that position. And and she can talk anyone into volunteering for anything, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. And hey, since, you know, I know this episode is devoted to the foundation and I'm, I'm excited to listen to it, but October 16th to the 22nd, so that's next week and um, this episode will be out then, is the National Friends of the Library Week. So October 16th to the 22nd, we celebrate nationwide volunteers who give their time to support their local libraries. And here in Whatcom County, we are very grateful to the Friends of the Library Group's who support our 10 branches in so many different ways. And maybe we'll do an interview in the future about the friends groups, but I did just want to tip my hat to the friends of the library groups. And if you're looking for a way to say thank you to friends of the library during national friends of the library week or anytime, I would encourage people to check out their online bookstore, the friends online bookstore, which is at wcls.org slash Friends books. And Neil, I know you'll put a link in the show notes too. Yes, I will. But that's a great way. They, they started the, a group of the, um, of the friends 
not all of the friends groups, but that's, you know, great, this little core, incredibly devoted core group of people who have been working so hard since 2020, that that bookstore launched November 2020. And so they're coming up on their second year. They put together this really wonderful online source for used um, CDs, DVDs, and books as a way to kind of supplement when the library buildings were closed and they weren't able to have their normal book sales. So go and check that out and support the friends groups um, by supporting that online store. Yeah, it's so kind thank, of a, thanks it's to our kind friends. Of one of those great outcomes of of the pandemic where mm-hmm. we couldn't sell uh, used the the friends couldn't sell used books in the in the branches, which that's been their bread and butter for years. Mm-hmm. Um, our friends got innovative and found a way to to continue raising money to support the programs of the library by selling books online. And it's been a great, a great success. Yeah, it really is. And their devotion to that project and, you know, how they've had to be, they've had to be pretty nimble and, and Mm -hmm. fight their way through some of those startup issues, you know, but it's been really incredible to see them doing it together. And then of course, yes, there's still books, bookstores at many of the libraries that support um, the friends who then in turn support the local libraries. And if you want to go to a big book sale, the Friends of Linden Library have their fall book sale. If this comes out this weekend, it's Friday today, October 14th through Sunday, October 16th at the Linden Library. And then the Friends of the Blaine Library have their big holiday book sale at the Blaine Community Center on Saturday, December 3rd from 9 to 5. And you can find all the dates and times and details on our online calendar. But thanks to our friends and and thank you so much to the foundation for um, the fundraising they do to support so many important uh, library programs and new ideas that we want to try as well. And I know Jim will tell us all about it in your conversation with her. She will. And so let's just jump right into it. Sounds good. All right. I'm here with Jen Rick. How are you doing, Jen? I'm doing great, Neil. Jen, Jen, what is your job? Well, my job title is Development Director for the Whatcom County Library Foundation. What I feel like I do is I call myself a dream broker. I match resources with possibilities and dreams of the library. Okay. Let me, let me, let me digest that a minute. So you, you match resources, which, which mostly means money. Uh, it means money, but uh, money is the means to an end. So um, I find and identify prospects and community members who believe in libraries, advocate for libraries, and want to put their financial resources towards the bettering of libraries. And then I work with our staff and find projects or existing programs that we do that need funding, and we pair those two entities together. So really, so you aren't really talking about money. You're talking about people. People. Absolutely. Your your resources are people who want to help. Yeah. And you know, the reality is they help with their dollars, Mm -hmm. but we also love volunteers and um, advocates, people that promote votes and library services. So Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so let's roll with what you're saying there. What, what are the what are the things? What are the things that 
come out of the Whatcom County Library Foundation? So we have kind of four major initiatives that the library, Whatcom County Library System um, advances that the foundation provides pretty significant grant funding for. And the first of that is the Books for Babies program. It's been a long time program, decades old. Mm-hmm. Um, we partner with the Bellingham Public Library Friends. So the R Foundation and the BPL Friends fund a program, Books for Babies, whereby every baby born in Whatcom County, both at St. Joseph's Hospital and some of the birthing centers, um, the families are provided with a bag that has baby's first board book and a plethora of information about the importance of reading to your baby from day one. And it also has a library card application for new baby. Um, And if they go back to their library branch and get a card for their baby, they get another board book. So it really starts off our youngest readers um, off right away with the importance of sitting on a lap, cuddling with their caregiver and enjoying books. So I'm thinking you said this is decades old. You've been doing this for... Well, I've been with the foundation for 12 years, and I think it was many years before that. It started out, I think it was called Razor Reader. Razor Reader is now more of an umbrella um, title for all young reading programs. Um, so, yeah, it's been around a very long time. Uh-huh. Um, started out with a $300 grant, and now the Whatcom County Library Foundation does $5,000 a year, and the BPL Friends do $5,000 a year. And that gives um, really great resources to babies and young families throughout Whatcom County. Wow, wow, that's a lot of ten thousand dollars is a lot of books. It's a lot of books. We out. do about one hundred and fifty packets a month, um, and the um, medical staff, the the birthing center staff, um, give those out to the families that are coming into the to the hospital or the birthing center. And um, yeah, it's yeah. it's really nice. So that's one of the big one of the big ones. Uh, the second program that the foundation underwrites is our Books Unbound program. Um, this program is for kind of at risk teens, um, young people that maybe are disconnected from their library. Our teen services staff works with different community groups throughout Whatcom County, including the juvenile detention center. Um, school. And um, they do like a book club at the JDC, the Juvenile Detention Center. Um, They work with Lummi Cedars Project and some different kinds of um, identified groups of kids, young teens that um, maybe want to see their own story through books. They do a lot of really challenging topics and have wonderful book discussions. Um, So when they participate in those book clubs and those programs, they get to pick, keep the book. And because private funding can give away books and pr- public money cannot, mm. that is one of the things that the foundation supports is um, providing that book for those young teens. And, um, you know, we have snacks and authors that maybe um, come in and we've had authors Skype back in the day, Skype, I think it's Zoom now, (laughs) um, and talk with the teens. It's a really great program. And so the foundation provides that funding for the um, books and some of the um, kind of fun atmosphere that that gets provided around that. The third thing that we underwrite is uh, Whatcom Reads um, that's been going on for my goodness, eight, nine, 10 years, something like that. Oh, I think more than that. Yeah. Um, 
the foundation provides, we were the, one of the founding underwriters for that program, and we do $5,000 a year for Whatcom Reads, which as most of the listeners know, you know, it's just the book club of Whatcom County. So mm-hmm. once a year, everyone reads the same book, and there's wonderful discussions and programming surrounded by Whatcom Reads authors that come. Um, and then the final thing that we love doing is underwriting the summer reading program and providing funding again for the prize books. And we call them the forever books. So children and teens throughout Whatcom County that participate in summer reading, uh, when they pick their own goal, whatever that might be, they pick their own books. They have a lot of um, agency about what it is their goals are. And when they've completed that goal, they get to pick a book from um, the collection that we provide um, as forever books for them to take home and read. And we know that when children are having books of their own in their own homes, their literacy just skyrockets. So we're, we think it's important for kids to have books to own, as well as checking them out from the library. And it's really something to kind of think about and get out of your own experience. You know, I was raised in a, in a family where there were books everywhere, but not everybody is. That's right. And if you're a child whose who's house doesn't have books and you don't have access to, to a book to keep forever, that first time that you go to the library and you get to choose a book to take home and keep forever, that's got to be magical. I'm, yeah, it's absolutely magical. I think that's having a book in your bedroom, having a book on the shelf by the television, having books around the coffee table. A lot of folks take that for granted, and that's mm-hmm. not the case for many families. I really like the aspect, too, that we have a wide selection of books for these kids to pick from, um, and they get to choose what they want to read. I know our youth services team really works hard at providing a lot of advocacy around kids having their own choice and agency in what they would like to read. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, there's a distinction, I think, that you're showing where the library the library contains books. They're, they belong to all of us. You know, we're we're we bought those books with our tax dollars and we share them around. And as a public entity, the library can't give a book to a person. Right. Is that right? Not, not to keep. Not right. to keep. Right. But, but the foundation, you know, that's, that's one of the, the valuable aspects of the foundation is that you're bringing in money from private donors and then that money can be used. It's not taxpayer money. So you can spend that on things that are... Right. And the giveaway books really are, um, you know, kind of an entree into the library. You know, they're getting a book to keep because they've come to some of these programs. And our staff, as you know, Neil, is just, I mean, head and shoulders above how much they um, provide beyond books, right? I mean, that that libraries are a place to get information and to feel safe and to belong and to have community. And so the, the giveaway book, yeah, it's really nice to have a book, but really it's, it's a, it's an entree into their library system, into their branch. So they feel like, Oh, what else is out there? What more can I read? So something that 
I think needs to be pointed out is that we haven't always had a library foundation. That's right. How old, how, how long has this been? Well, that's the best story I like to tell. Okay. So um, the Library Foundation officially was started in 2005. Um, but the story really begins in 2004. And, um, you know, that wasn't much far removed from the tragedy of 9-11 and the fear that kind of swept the nation and really the world um, and information and how our government agencies were collecting information about folks that may want to continue to harm us uh, was rampant. So in 2004, uh, a library patron um, was checking out a book about Osama bin Laden and noticed that a very alarming quote had been written in the pages in pencil. In the, like in the margins? In the margins, in the book that um, the patron felt was quite disturbing. So like the last person who had checked it out? Well, we don't know. Okay. Um, The long and the short of it is that the FBI became very interested in who had checked that book out so that they might get to the bottom of something that looked like it could be terrorism or kind of bad actors. Uh, When the FBI approached our Deming Library branch manager where the book was being held, Um, She had been through some really great training around the Patriot Act. Our board of trustees had just gone through a huge um, training and had made some decisions that those pieces of information about our patron privacy was, you know, was not going to be shared. And uh, it went all the way up to the courts. Ultimately, the... um, the case was quashed. I don't know the exact definition of the legal term quashed. <laughs> I do like to say quashed, though. Anyway, the, the, the case kind of went away quietly. Um, the trustees at the time had made the decision, and it was a hard decision, that they were going to stand by the privacy of our patrons. And that was under the leadership of former library director Jonah Roldy. And Amory Peck was our trustee chair at the time. Um, Amory has told me that they were ready to go to jail over this. Um, it was very serious. Now, this also had to be quiet. They couldn't talk about it. Uh, flash forward about a year later, and it was okay to talk about it. Um, and Jonah Roldy personally was presented with the Penn Newman Intellectual Freedom Award that's given out nationally. Uh, that came with a $25,000 award. She felt very strongly that that was not for her, that that was the work of the trustees and the staff of the Whatcom County Library system. Well, that $25,000 was then invested to be the initial grant that started the Whatcom County Library Foundation. And an initial board was um, brought together, articles of incorporation and all the things you do to create a foundation. And... Then we were off and running. And um, an all-volunteer board kept it afloat for many, many years. I was hired in 2011 as the first development director. I was hired to work eight hours a week. I want to go back and kind of flesh out a little of the story um, of the the, um, the incident. Which the incident, the big FBI case. The big yeah. FBI case. Because, because I think it's, it's important to... 
understand the 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 reason the FBI approached the librarians in Deming and said someone has told us that there's something in this book we want to know all the people who have checked it out mm-hmm. and the librarians said we can't give you that information that's, that's right. private, private patron information mm-hmm. okay the story is actually laid out really well in a video that we have on our website if you go to wcls.org/library-foundation uh, the the link to the videos um, that tell the stories are there mm-hmm. and it, they're quite interesting yeah yeah So tell me about your opportunity and innovation grants. That's my, my really fun thing to talk about, Neil. Okay. Um, so in addition to the four main kind of grants that we do every year um, that I mentioned earlier, we also have funding for what we call our innovation and opportunity grants. Um, you know, with a any sort of budget, whether you're a private company or a public entity like the Whatcom County Library System, we have a budget. But maybe mid-year through that budgeting season, somebody comes up with a fabulous idea or a really significant need arises that was unforeseen. Um, That's where the foundation can can step in with really flexible dollars, uh, money that's like boots on the ground. We can just act very quickly. Um, And some of these things are really significant, especially this last year when we had the horrific flooding in Sumas and our library was you know, all but destroyed. Um, people just came out of the woodwork. How can I help? How can I give to the library? Well, having a foundation already in place, uh, we could accept those funds. And um, I just was um, at our last really wonderful event, Branch Out, that happened on September 9th, was thrilled to be able to pass on $35,000 for the Sumas Library Recovery Project and Fund so that um the gap between what insurance and FEMA provides to restore our library. There's, there's always a gap there Mm -hmm. and that $35,000 will stem the tide there. Oh, excuse the pun. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, Um, so that's great. So I think that's an important thing that, you know, to note is that, you know, we'd had a devastating situation that closed the Sumas library for, almost a year now. Yeah. But because of, you know, you know, insurance, yes, and and uh, and the work of the library staff, yes, but also because of the support of the foundation. Right. You know, we're able to we will get the Sumas library up and running again. That's correct. Had a really wonderful thing happen last summer. One of our uh, youth services um, staff that works out in Blaine, Marie, came up with a wonderful idea. She said, hey, let's have um, a pride event in Blaine and do pride in the park. And wanted to host a very family-friendly LGBTQ plus event for that community. Um she took it to our leadership team. They approved the event. How are we going to get funding? 
Well, when I was speaking with her, I said, this is something the foundation would just be overjoyed to underwrite. So we provided the funding to get that inaugural event off the ground. Um, Marie did a fantastic job. And the Blaine community really appreciated having a pride event in their neck of the woods. Um, I was there. I know you were there, Neil. Mm -hmm. uh, just love and joy and families and um, our Blaine friends, the friends of the Blaine Library were there in strong support. So, you know, having flexible dollars, immediate dollars to come up with funding to when somebody can have a, a bright idea. Um, it's really rewarding. I mean, sometimes they're just really small grants too. Uh, we had a, a Linden staffer wanted to put the little libraries. Are you familiar with the little library? Yeah, we have one in our neighborhood, the little free libraries. Yeah, that... the little boxes. Um, we put little little libraries out at some of the migrant camps for the children that um, whose parents work in the fields out in North County. And they could uh, take one, leave one. Uh, they were bilingual selections yeah. out there so, so so did the did the foundation stock the library with with the with the so books? some of that came from our um take two books um, from our collection which are books that are still in really great shape and they're still part of our library collection but they might get a second life with um and if they don't get returned that's okay they're kind of written off right. already. Um, the system had some funding to um, build the, you know, you have to have a cement pad and the poles and make sure that mm. they're weather deterrent, you know, weather free or I can't remember. I'm not saying weather that right. Weatherproof. Weatherproof. Thank yes. you. Um, but there was, there was, I don't know, I think it was about five or $600 that they were short on what we needed to mm -hmm. make those little migrant libraries happen. And that's where the foundation stepped in. Wow. So sometimes they're just small little, um, little extras. And sometimes they're really big, significant, meaningful grants like our SUMAS library grant. Um, we had the pleasure of working with Heather Jefferson from the Lummi tribe mm -hmm. who worked with our youth services staff on putting together um, curriculum kits for people of the Salish Sea and really worked diligently to make sure that those curriculum kits that had lots of different artifacts and uh, reading material um, so that um, folks can learn more about our Salish tribe neighbors. Um, because of the wonderful work that Heather and the other um, teaching staff at Lummi School and also at the Nooksack Tribe, uh, we wanted to gift their school to have three of these kits. Again, you can't give away items right, that right. are publicly funded. So that's where the foundation stepped in. And as a, a heartfelt thank you to the tribe for helping us put these curriculum kits together, we were able to fund three curriculum kits for both the Nooksack tribe and the Lummi tribe to have in their schools and in their community. Oh, three each? Three each. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's really, that was, that was a really wonderful uh, gift to go out with Teresa Morrison from our staff and, and present those gifts to the school, the Lummi school folks. And, um, you know, it's the best part of my job is giving things away. I like asking for money, but I really like giving <laughs> away money. So, yeah, it just sounds like you, you all are, are just hoping to be asked for, you know, a chance to go out and and save the day. 
Yeah, you know, <laughs> save, save the day. Say that again. <laughs> Here I come to save the day. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of true because where would we be without that, you know, that little extra push, that little that ability to go beyond what um, you know what we're funded for, what the library system is funded for. Yeah, it, it is. You know, sometimes people will talk about, oh, public money is the cake and private money is the icing. And who wants to eat a cake without icing? Hmm. Sometimes, you know, that's kind of old school thinking. Um, and then, you know, you can get the pushback or the argument that, you know, we just need the basics. We don't need the extra. Um, I don't really see it as icing or glitter or extra. I see it as the thing that sometimes makes the difference. Yeah, you can walk into a square building that is uh, lined with shelves and there's lots of books and you have check it out and leave. That's a warehouse. A library is vibrant and vital and chatty and interesting and colorful. And that's what makes a difference in people being curious um, people leaning into different kinds of thoughts and information, feeling a sense of belonging, not only for our young people, but also for our older citizens. I mean, the library in a lot of our rural communities is the community hub. That's yeah. where that's yeah. that, you know, that's the water cooler, right? When you're retired is you go to the library and, right. and hang out and visit. Um, it's the place you can go where you don't have to buy a cup of coffee to to be there or you don't have to, there's no entrance fee. There is no entrance fee. Um, no matter what your walk of life, you are welcome in the library. And the foundation really believes that. Most people have that one memory about mm -hmm. library, right? Whether it's their school library, um, a, a, a magical encounter at their public library, um, and, and really, when I think about my memories of library, it's always about the staff. It's hmm. rarely about the book. Um, I remember all of my school librarians. I remember the lessons they taught me. I remember walking into Wilson Library and that, you know, back in the day when they had the big giant wooden card catalog and just the, the magic of being surrounded by brilliance and possibility is, you know, whether it be my memory of as a kindergartner walking into Parkview Elementary School Library, which was probably about 15 by 15 feet room, <laughs> um, and, and getting my, uh, my first book I checked out at Parkview was uh, Anne Likes Red. I remember that wow. distinctly. Um, and I think everyone can tell a story. Yeah. And yeah. it's really, it's, it's, uh, it's a special place. I want to keep them going. And that takes uh, funding and advocacy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, if anyone who's listening to this podcast probably has a story about the library and how important it was and, and, you know, having, you know, having worked in the library and, and, been around and and have and bringing that conversation around to to people i've heard so many stories about you know how the library saved someone's life right literally um you know how 
how important it was and how, you know, with us, that was our Friday nights as kids, mm. you know, the neighbors might've gone to the drive-in movie. We went to the library every Friday night as a family. That's awesome. And, you know, Mrs. Howe was the librarian and she looked like Eve Arden, who the actress who was, she was in Greece. She was the I'm teacher I'm looking in at you crazy because... I had a Mrs. Howe that was my, one of my school librarians who really? looked like Eve Arden. And I don't know her first name because, you know, when you're a yeah, kid. It's Mrs. Howe. Yeah. Mrs. was her first name. Yeah. Well, we should talk about that at some point. Because we're she, about the same age. and she, I feel like she, Mrs. Howe was in South Seattle forever, though. Okay. So, well, it's a common name. It, well, let's just pretend there she's the same yeah, person. She could have been the same person. I mean, she was, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we all have, we all have stories. I hope we all have stories. And, you know, if you, if you're listening out there and you've got a library story and you want to tell us, tell us, email me the, if you go to wcls.org slash podcast, my email is right there. Yeah. Give me your library story. It is. Tell me why it's important to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just want to have a, brief moment to talk about a little bit about um, our board of directors for the foundation. Okay. I've worked with many, many volunteers over the years um, and they've come and they've gone as their terms have come up and different things like that. And I won't really say them all by name because there's too many of them over the last decade, but um, our board, it's, well, first of all, we're the funnest board in Whatcom County, I can tell you that. <laughs> I've, I've met many of your board members, and <laughs> I will attest to that. Yeah. Um, the, be the belief, the stalwart belief that they have in public libraries is palpable. Um, many of them have, like you, Neil, stories of their mothers who were huge library supporters um, or were librarians themselves. Um they're readers, they're writers, uh, they're teachers, they're former librarians. And uh, it, their heart of what they do to serve the foundation is remarkable. And we're always looking for folks um, to serve on our board, to volunteer on certain committees that we might have that want to take that next step in involvement in the library. And so I invite them to contact me um, if they're interested in serving on our board, because it's, 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 I, I keep using the word, it's magical work. Hmm. It's, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is there anything we haven't touched on here? How do people do, how are, how, what's the best way to, to donate if, if I want to support the foundation? So you can go to our website and the easiest uh, web address to uh, remember is wcls.org slash give, G-I-V-E. And there's a menu of ways that you can support the foundation right there online. If you're more comfortable mailing a check-in, information about how to do that is also available at wcls.org slash give. Um, call me, write me, throw a rock. I'm around. <laughs> um, and all dollars matter. So um, I just really hope that people you know, lean in a little bit and say, you know what? Yeah, I pay my taxes, but I want to do a little bit more yeah. and make make it special. So, and you can do it. I know. I know from experience. You can donate in memory of someone. 
That's right. You can dedicate your gift in memory or in honor of somebody. One of the most wonderful things that we uh, started a couple of years ago is our GEM program, G-E-M, where you give every month. G-E-M. G-E-M. And that is available to when you go to the the wcls.org slash give website, you can click GEM, G-E-M, um, and give a small amount every month, which is a lot easier on your pocketbook for mm-hmm. one, um, and kind of has that that monthly a, a reminder of how much you love libraries when you see that uh, debit coming out of your account. It also really helps us um, have some projection about what funds are coming in mm-hmm. Um, it's sustainable. We're not mailing you a piece of paper every year saying, please give us money because you already are. So it's green, it's helpful, it's easy on the donor, it's easy on the foundation. And I think really it's one of those, it's like um, we took really a page from some of the public broadcasting um, entities that it really is kind of the wave of the future of how folks want to participate in a gift. It's much easier, personally speaking, to do $25 a month than write a check for three or $400 a year. It's easy on the budget. So all you folks out there, if you believe in libraries, just like, just like Tinkerbell, right? <laughs> you don't, don't clap your hands, write a check. Isn't that what Tinkerbell did when I, they have to clap their hands? I don't know. I thought she waved a wand. <laughs> she waved. She, but remember, at the, at, she was struggling oh. at the end of Peter Pan. <sighs> Sorry. Hmm. It wasn't on my Disney LP I, that I, I listened to. <laughs> need to get you the book, I guess. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Jen. Thanks for your time. It's always fun to talk to you. I always, I, I get it. I get energized by your energy. Well, thanks, and Neil. I think that I think that everybody around you does so. I appreciate everything you do for the library system. I know that it would, it's a better system because you're here. So well, I appreciate that. And I can return the compliment. Um, you're one of my favorite colleague work partners. Neil's the man. So when I have a question, <laughs> I ask Neil and our online experience is better because of you. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Well, that's our show. Big thanks go out to our guest, Jen Rick, and the Whatcom County Library Foundation for all they do to support our libraries. Don't forget, October 16th through the 22nd is National Friends of Libraries Week. We love our friends groups. You can get involved by volunteering or by visiting the Friends bookstores in our libraries and online at wcls.org slash friendsbooks. And thanks again to my boss, Mary Vermillion whose can-do attitude never flags or falters. You can't turn back the clock, but you can wind it up again. You'll find previous podcasts on our website at wcls.org podcast, or search for WCLS on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to subscribe and rate us. Until next time, take care, my friends. <laughs>